welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and Brandon. On today's show, we're still talking about the 1977 horror cult classic, Suspiria. We're going to dig right into that iconic death scene with the stained glass ceiling. So let's get into it. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right. Let's get into it. So, okay. So we're in the room. The hand comes in. He smashes her face. He or she. Whatever. We don't know what it is. Wolf. Wolf hand smashes her face through the window. And then I then can't for the like, life of me remember how she gets up in that attic maybe space. Maybe he like pulls, I feel like he pulls her out of the, win- the window and pulls okay. her like he, up up onto the roof or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. it's like, I don't know if they were on the I'm roof. Sure but she's or does she run away? On, does she pull her up and then she runs away and then he gets, I forget what happens. I'm I don't sorry. know how the yeah. fuck, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I do not it's know how she gets up there. Um, I know they cut away to her friend who's mm-hmm. like been very like, what's going on with you? Why are you so upset? And then like she seems to understand she, that there's someone being she's being killed. Well, like, she's, she's like, like murder, throwing murder. her body against yeah. another door in the hallway. Yeah. My friend is being murdered. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So then we go up to this attic space. Now, when when this woman walked into the lobby, we they pan up to the window. Mm-hmm. She looks up and then they pan up at a point of view shot. We see it. And then later, when she's up there getting stabbed, and then he wraps like he, I keep saying he, I think it's just because I think murder all, no, hashtag not all men, but <laughs> most of the time they are. So I think I'm just like defaulting to he. Um, it thing, murder hands, murder hands. Let's hand. just call it a murder hand. Murder, murder, hand. murder hands wraps a cord around her neck and then puts her head th- in, a, in, a, in a very I- iconic moment for this film where her head sort of falls backward through the stained glass with her mouth hanging open and all this yeah. like just like red paint like blood spewing out of her face and she just falls through the the, the ceiling and gets her neck gets caught on mm-hmm. the rope mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and her, she her face is just so like like just i can't do it but you know her eyes those are wide at home, it's a very uh, yeah. a very shocked and almost amused face that yeah. sarah just made <laughs> <laughs> as if amused by one's own death um yeah she had this sort of bug-eyed sort of look to her i would say and then uh we and then we pan down to the broken shards of glass from the ceiling and her friend has also been been impaled like Mm -hmm. on the chest and the pelvic area by right through right between the eyes as well yeah Yeah. Yeah. with like all the shards of glass and that was one of the other things i we might end up talking about later that i wrote down you know as for the people that are murdered yeah and who they yeah and i feel like in most like we were just talking about this most american films like they don't like pan over like the gore they're they're not they're like and then this happens ah and then Mm -hmm. like it stops but they were like look at this awesome makeup we did (laughs) like look at what we've done yeah like look at this and and it just it contrasted with it especially going because i was thinking well you know, they'll show her friend or she'll be really upset because yeah. she saw it breaking. Then it was like, yeah, I was oh. surprised. Even though I'd seen this movie, I was yeah. like, oh, her friend dies and then as I was well. Like, oh, man. And then, of course, it's like Suspiria. There you go. You know, and now it's in. started. Do you think that they intended it for her friend to die as well? Or she just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time? And the set 
the set safety was that bad that she just accidentally died. I don't mean they, the f- film, oh. film, filmmakers. I mean they, the. No, she, she was suggesting that, that, there. that the actor there, was standing so. under there, and they were like, "Well, I mean, let's get a pan, shot of it. Pan over We've, her. We're pan over. we're like fifteen minutes ahead. We've let's got time. Just get a shot just of this. Over. No, the the occult." <laughs> The occult, the the wolf hand, the murder hands. Do you yes. think murder did, hands did, meant to mur, mur, murder hands intend for the friend to die as well? I think murder hands no, is I just trying she... to wreak havoc wherever possible and perhaps stop the spread of information mm. about mm-hmm. what's happening mm. at the ballet school. That's what yes. I would think. Yeah, I think she was she was in the wrong place, and unfortunately, yeah. but would they have killed her if she stayed up in the room? Mm-hmm. Probably. I would think so. He was probably or like, maybe not. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I got her. Oh, I can go home. Right they were like two birds. Hands is like I'm out of here now. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, I'm gonna grab. A, I'm perfect. gonna see a flick. I've got time before I gotta get back. I'm gonna grab a beer with my buddies. <laughs> Murder hands, buddy. Murder hands. <laughs> That's hands the spinoff. It's just, a but ever you only see the buddies, but only the hands. It's just like the hairy hands <laughs> drinking from a pint. I wonder what Murder Hands in Italian is. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. Um, okay. So I think we covered that, that's the first scene, but yeah, I would say the, and we'll, I think as we get into some of the other scenes in the movie, we can address some of the other, other murders that happen. But yeah, the, the murder, the, the violence in these movies by this director are fantastical, um, outlandish and extraordinarily brutal, I would say. But not, not to the point of just there, there's a reason for it, and that's mm. that's the nice thing. It's not just watching, you know, here's some gory movie. Oh, they were using some effects. It's like, okay, it definitely evokes, yeah, a reaction. Not just, mm-hmm. oh, that was brutal. That was cool that you did. That was like, oh, we're serious. They're, yeah, you know, this whatever is a we're dealing with place is, is really that serious. We're at. Yeah. Um. Okay. Money assassin. Sorry. Okay. Hands assassin. Hands assassin. That's kind of what it sounds like. Um, I'm a hands assassin. Yeah. I don't know what that would. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, Sarah, you got something on your list that you would like to touch upon? Well, I think we. While I eat some of this candy, candy corn popcorn. Yes. In honor of the turning of the year, the wheel of the year. We are now in fall, and Sarah brought us some candy Quote corn popcorn. Falls. Happy autumn. It is 90 Happy degrees fall. on this beautiful September day that we're recording. Late September. Um, so I, and this, there are a few hot facts that correspond to this, but I want to talk about the style, like the color, the lighting, the let's do it set design. Mm -hmm. Um, it just was insane. Mm -hmm. Like Nicole was saying er earlier, like, um, there were some walls that were crushed velvet. There were some walls that were bright red. Like blood red. Velvet walls, man. Yeah. And like it was lit in a very unnatural way. And I, while I was watching, I was like, this is so unnatural. I, I wonder why they lit it this way. And well, typically we think of lighting in many cases as being motivated from somewhere. And this was not the case. This movie was just like, there's a red fucking light. Deal with it. And green. Or green red, too. green, lots of blue. blue yeah. And, and then white. And then the. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would written mm-hmm. down, like, when we talk about the colors, it seemed like, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, red was like this hell, mm-hmm. white, this innocence. 
um, blue seem like death are going to. And that goes back to that first scene when she was talking to her friend Mm -hmm. about what's going on. When they cut to her, her entire skin was blue. Like they just put a blue light on her. She was Mm -hmm. a deep blue. And then it would cut back to her friend and it was more normal and back Mm -hmm. to her being blue. And I was like, she's dead. I'm like, yeah. But then it seemed to be a lot with water. And I'm like, is she going to get, is she, she gonna drown is mm-hmm. that what what it's going for but yeah. you could definitely get that from the the yeah. you know the colors the only one i was it was like paintings was, they were mm-hmm. each like mm-hmm. many of those scenes you could rip them out and they're almost like a yeah. painting mm-hmm. yeah and that's where i felt too a lot of times it was like a haunted house mm-hmm. in that you've got just these cup these areas of just darkness and yeah you're mm-hmm. not you're not yeah. lit and then here's an area of red mm-hmm. or blue and lights yeah. would change within the same scene yeah. without mm-hmm. any sort of as if it was like a stage pr- pr- yeah, production. Yeah, where the or the wash would just change mm-hmm. from, and like suddenly the lights would become like it would just become all red. Which I think it worked. Like I don't I yeah. don't know why, but I think that like the combination of like the soundtrack with the the lighting and the and the dramatic the acting colors <laughs> and the dramatic acting. Yeah. And like it was very know, theatrical. It was very, but I, I liked that. I mm-hmm. don't know why. Oh yeah, no. I think for this movie, it definitely works. Certainly, yeah. there are a couple of very laughably dramatic moments. Like there's some like body thrashing where we're like just yeah. not quite accustomed to that high level of drama and acting anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, it works in this film because it's part of the world of the mm-hmm. movie, and I think we accept it. And I like, do. I don't know. Maybe when Hillary gets here, she'll disagree. Yeah. But. yeah, I guess it. Almost everything w- started out at. You know, every scene at a high level, like even when the girls first meet Susie, mm-hmm. it's like they're all immediately, yeah. I'm calling you a snake or this. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or give you know, me money. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's so like, it's like money, a, very money obsessed yeah. early on in this movie yeah. where everybody's trying to, you know, psh, do you get a well, get it, a dollar out of you. It, it made me think of um, our uh, one of our friends does stand up comedy and she, she did a set about say sayings that um she she grew up hearing and they were all about you'll be rich or you'll be poor and i yeah. was like i wonder if in italy it's like or in germany like where germany, does where do we pinpoint know. this to I don't, I don't know i mean it was made it by, was a written ta- by an ta- italian, italian person so yeah i don't know damn italians Money <laughs> i'm just kidding um i want to talk i want to circle back to what you just said about the women talking to each other mm-hmm. so our we've got our our protagonist right mm-hmm. Susie. And she is entering this ballet school, right? I don't know how she got there. It's a very prestigious ballet school. Mm-hmm. We don't see very much ballet, just like a little scene about it. Yeah. But she's there to attend this ballet school. It's very old school. It's a very grandiose house with velvet, crushed velvet walls, huge entryways. The, what did we call her? The ma- the madam? <laughs> Whatever she is, the, the head of the, the headmistress. That's a different person. The directress is a the directress different is the one person. That, um, yeah. Which There's, I'm like, why do we have to call it a directress? Like, is, should we call it that? Um, I'm the directress of this new film. <laughs> I would like to be called a directress from now on. Um, <laughs> but the sort of headmistressy kind of yeah. lady, um, yeah. she was a former ballerina, mm-hmm. and she's always dressed in a cock, some kind of like evening wear, like yeah. a cocktail like on her way attire, to the, attire, the ball or, or mm-hmm. the. Uh, opera Mm -hmm. pearls in the whole thing yep so it's a very like fancy grandiose kind of place and um 
when she gets there, they don't have a room ready for her, so they send her to live with this other chick. And then once she, actually, the first night she gets sent away. This is when the woman gets is running away from the school. She gets mm-hmm. there, so she's kind of the last person, besides the friend that is now dead, to have seen her alive. And so she actually gets denied entry into the ballet yeah, so studio. S- someone the first who night. hears her her bell like it just tells her to 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 go away mm-hmm. and it's Seems, raining and yeah. pouring and we 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 were talking about the lighting i really actually like the shots of the headlights going through all the trees mm-hmm. yes I, I remember that i i really just like cutting that through all the tree trunks um so when she gets there and she's like finally with the other i i they're women but i'm hesitate i, I want to call them girls because like they it like they don't seem like adult women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that they talk yeah. doesn't. They're they don't, they're supposed to be eighteen, but right. But they know. sound like they children. Were, but eighteen year olds do sound like chil- children. But do they children. stick their tongues out at each other in that way? Mm-hmm. Seems like a maybe they did it in seventy seven. I don't know. Or was it a adult um, man adult man version fantasy. of yeah, what yeah, yeah. women t- say to each other at a ballet because they're like sticking their tongues out at each other they're that very was, catty that yeah. was yeah it was like kindergarten it was very st- yeah. strange first yeah. it's like how yeah. old it's like oh are they in their 20s and then oh i guess they're are they supposed to be younger and then so, yeah just out of nowhere they're like sticking well, their tongues out at each other. this is a little hot fact but okay. um this film was actually written to be for like lit, lit, little girls, like eight year old oh, girls. Well, but that they were makes like, sense. We're, they were like, they we don't want to cast like a room full of like eight year old girls. Like we want, we want to be able to. Can you imagine what this movie would have been? I mean, they were not going to murder eight year old girls, right? Right. That, that was how it was written. That's insane. Yeah, and th- that's why they didn't do it. <laughs> that's fucking insane. Like yeah. this movie is like they were going for it. That's the thing. You watch this, it's like they'll go for it. But I'm certainly glad they did not because no. Yeah, no, I think that it's far too brutal to have children in this movie. Um, but yeah, they obviously left some of the dialogue in there because it sounded like children arguing with each other, these mm-hmm. these ballet students. Anyway. <laughs> well, the, I, and I'm thinking, you know, going because there's like just referencing other movies, you know, I felt like it was uh, kind of like the opening of, of Carrie, you know, when she goes into the locker room. Yeah, it did feel and, a lot like that. And it's like, you know, I hate to, rep, you know, occasionally reference things, but it's like that's how things tend to stick with me. I'll go, mm-hmm. oh, I remember seeing this. And then when you watch something that maybe started that or early on, you're like, that's, you know, trend setting of it. But. Yeah, just yeah, it definitely that had that vibe. They well, they all seem to be. There's one girl who's who. Uh, what's her What's her friend's name that she makes at the ballet? Sarah. 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 The only other American, right? Or she Is said there's she, a couple of Americans. No, she she's seems, Italian or something. Yeah, she seemed Italian, or yeah. she definitely was not American. Oh, I was confused because I know she you could said. Could definitely see all of her ribs through her skin, though. <laughs> Everyone in this movie was extraordinarily <laughs> yeah. thin, men and women. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like weeps um yeah so she that girl seems to take to her right away but then all the other students like nobody wants to loan her shoes the one girl wanted to to buy uh, right she said you don't have to sell, sell her, her shoes. shoes yeah and then when she's like i just need them for today she's like, she oh, looked well, at guess, her and I was like i guess them. you can just give them back at the just end make of sure you yeah. give them back and it's like yeah she that's that what money. borrowing <laughs> is um so how do we feel about Susie as a protagonist how do we feel about her i mean 
She's not the most interesting person. <laughs> she's not the dullest person, but she's not. She's just kind of like Susie, like cream cheese. I mean, like I don't Susie know. Susie cream cheese. Yeah. She let the. It's like things happen to her. Yeah, she, she doesn't try to like avoid to them or, or 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 even she, pursue. I mean, I mean, she she fights, end, but you know, for the most part, it's kind of like. It's everyone else around her that, yeah. you know, her friends and stuff. That are, it's that like Harry Pop Potter. Mm. Things just happened to that boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I think it shows the innocence yeah. for her of more like, yeah. you know, at the beginning of, of being innocent and not knowing what's going on and being the nice girl and everyone is, you know, very strict mm-hmm. and disciplined. And I think she, I mean, she also doesn't really have any, knowledge that anything's going on to begin with you know well at first, a, like some a weird woman things, is straight but... up murdered the day she gets there and the cops yeah. are there when she arrives mm-hmm. and she heard her say irises and secret. secret and so she thinks that's like she's like i wonder what that's all about but um she doesn't actively pursue any of this she doesn't seem obsessed with it sarah sarah, sarah seems kind of obsessed with it. Well, we find out later why that yeah. is. There's a reason for that. Um, but yeah, the school seems remarkably, un- they seem almost like, well, she was kind of a troublemaker anyway. Like yeah. nobody seems upset that mm. this woman got m- brutally murdered. Yeah. Uh, that we see in the first, that first scene. Um, and it's the night that she left the, because yeah. she was kicked out. Well, they, they say she, she was, was kicked they out. They say she was kicked out she, and she was leaving. She was but, you know, and then the next day she's dead. And they're like, okay. It's no big deal. Nothing traumatizing there. Um, I, I, you know, I s- liked Susie surprisingly more than I remember. Like I, again, like you guys, I didn't really remember too. I was like, oh, yeah, she's kind of in this movie. I didn't really think too much of her mm-hmm. a- a- in memory of this movie. But when I watched it again, like, well, first of all, I like the actress. I think her face is very expressive, but yeah. she does a lot with a little. Like she doesn't. She's not, I mean, there are like some moments where she's like falling ill and stuff mm-hmm. where you can kind of see where they were like, roll your head around and really, you know, <laughs> but like overall, I don't think her performance is incredibly, like she definitely has like a more grounded performance than a lot of the other people in this movie. And um, I think as a protagonist, like she, I res- in this world where she's supposed to be kind of compliant um, and that's what's expected of her. I think that's in every almost every case and this what's expected of her is to be compliant and agreeable. She pushes back over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like they send her to live in this place and she has to pay this certain amount of rent and the roommate's trying to squeeze some more money out of her and she's like, no. And then when they send her back to the school and they're like, your room's ready. She's like, well, I've already moved to this other place. And they're like, well, we'll just go get your stuff. And she's like, no. Like she repeatedly pushes back on this stuff and in the end is able to and we'll not talk about the end yet but she's able to like cobble enough clues together she even goes on a little reconnaissance mission Mm -hmm. um to figure out what's going on and so i kind of and i i don't feel like really at any time she's I mean, I guess she somewhat falls into what you might consider like that final girl category in a slasher film where mm-hmm. you've got this like innocent sort of pure character who's smarter than everybody it all else. The way to the end. Yes. Yeah. Not that you're seeing a lot of sex happening 
in this movie mm-hmm. as you would in a slasher movie. That they seems to be an American gr- thing. Gr- girl on girl action. Where, where was the girl on <laughs> girl action? One dude. There's <laughs> that one. And I want to. I, I, dude. He, David. And I think, Let's talk about David. What? What? What happened to David? I know. I feel like there's a couple of loose threads. I got a couple things written. Wasn't he in that. the room at the end with the rest of them? He seemed to be I, on like they're... one of the. He seemed to be almost like the the Igor of the. Yeah. <laughs> there's two Igors. There's the one who looks like Igor. There's the real. And then there's like Igor looking what, fellow. Like the eight year old kid, like boy with the blonde hair. Her they ne- did not explain and... a lot of things. Yeah. No. No, I, he looked I like an eight-year-old boy from like the eighteen nineties or something. He had like a crushed velvet yeah. light blue, like with like a, a little a, a lacy white col- collar yeah. and like the the, the blonde the like little boy blue bangs yeah. like yeah. picture. We never really got a lot of info about him. No, I actually forgot about him entirely until you brought him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he was, but the, you know, the, he was the main thing with the the blind guy and his and the dog too for the. Oh yeah, that whole situation. Whatever, yeah, let's you know, table we'll that. Let's get that. back to that. But yes, there's a lot of loose ends. There's the blonde kid. There's the, the there's one... David, the the handy man ish. Is he a handyman? Kind of. He wears suspenders. This was in the yeah. '70s where men I could really rock a you, pair of suspenders. You would think that he was the and romantic some of the leader, tightest pants to... yeah. I've ever seen. No, he, nothing. You know. Well, he was gay, probably. No, I don't know. Do you think <sighs> he seemed to be? flirting with Susie. He did seem to be flir- mm-hmm. flirting with her, yes. And like he was doing a little over the drapery. Yeah. But then nothing happened with that. Like he didn't like try to like save her or anything. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of wanted, well, I, I let, yeah, I, I was kind of like, first of all, I wanted to see something more develop there. Not like a romance, but I wanted to see like a little bit more of them like a connection like a friendship or something no like more of that flirty stuff and like i I, like i fully would expect him to i mean he does kind of betray her he lies and says whatever they want him to say at the end of the movie when she's asking about like what happened to my friend and he's like oh she packed her bags and left in the morning that's right he did lie so he does sort of play a part in the end so we know he's on their side but he's a student who can't afford his tuition so he does handyman work um and then also there's the her first roommate remember olga? She, olga when she moves in and like that girl's giving her all the dish she's spilling all the tea on everybody and is also mm-hmm. like kind of a bitch about mm-hmm. her living there yeah and then she never returns i'm like i, I kind of want to know what what happened to these other characters oh, right yeah I, she doesn't come back yeah that was the one question that i had and i don't want to jump into any you know something else but yeah the students you know the fact what we end up learning about later on about the dance studio but the dance school but it's like there's these there's all these students and then like you see them so that they could be bitchy girls in the locker room and then you can see them dancing but then you don't really you know where do they all fit into the the store or are they just there as this is a dance school so this is where we have dancers do any of them have any clue you know what's going on or for them they are at a prestigious ballet school and and they nothing ever happens to them it seems like it because they seem to shove them off to a fancy dance show when some crazy shit is going down and that kind of falls into the other aspect of yeah does anything ever happen to them or 
you know, why Susie? Yeah, they seem to have singled why, her out. Like, like immediately, she almost, back. like almost immediately. And she is quite questioning where her friend went and... But it starts earlier than that. Like the very first day, she's like walking down the hall and like, you know, that ba- that little kid with the blonde hair, he's yeah. like... Nanny slash she's lady like that cleans the, the she's dishes. Like chef person. Or I don't know. She's a catch-all, catch-all servant, servant person. lady. Yeah, Nanny she um, person. she's like sharpening a pyramid or something. Some it kind looks of like artifact. Like the pyramid catches the sun's light and just mm-hmm. like shines and like gives Susie a, a headache or something. I don't well, know. I, something it coincides like with. The, her not wanting to come back to stay in the dorm because she's like I'm gonna go stay like for some reason Olga's allowed to stay in her own place but they're like no you need to stay in the dorm and she's like go fuck yourself and then they're like okay well we'll send Helga in there with her pyramid and we'll see what the fuck happens and she gets all faint during the ballet class yeah we haven't even talked about the frau that's frau. what I'm yeah. calling her. I yeah, don't know what her frau. name is. With There's the, like with the hair, the Frau, who's like, <laughs> the, who's uh, yeah, who's running all the classes. Um, she's Ita- she seems Italian. I bet she's speak, speaking. Oh, Italian. she seemed German to me. I was like, that's her a, accent. That's is, a Frau if I've ever seen one. Very, very Italian. Okay. I don't know if that's but that was the dub person who dubbed her probably. Yeah. Either way. Italian or German. Well, anyway, I, I was scared. Like, I would be will, scared of, of her. You, you know? will dance, bitch. Yeah. Because she's and, like, I'm feeling a little faint. I think I'm going to sit this one out. And she's like, no, you no. won't. She's like, you came here. Show me what you can do. And I'm yep. going to make, like. She's like, show me what you're working with, Susie just, Cream just Cheese. Just let her, let her, you know. And that's what I don't, like, because she she had met, mentioned er, earlier, like, we don't teach you how to dance here. We just assume you know all this stuff. And we just. Like and we just play sit around back. And like I don't know. We le- we provide you this weird ma- mansion to live in. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> well, anyway, she gets faint and passes out during after she's the light from the pyramid mm-hmm. pierces and her, no- her nosebleeds. Her nosebleeds, which immediately I'm like, you know, if I'm hemorrhaging, it's maybe a good time to go home. That probably yeah. would have been the end yeah. of dance. But you know, ballet dancers are committed people. Well, I uh, that's interesting. I mean, I, I know that the nosebleed is supposed to. S- that's something that's um, f- funny to me is that I used to get nosebleeds all the time, like very mm-hmm. bad no- no- nosebleeds, and it, ne- it never meant I was going to die or that there was anything seriously wrong. Did they put and you yet- on a bland food diet? No, like it's just I had like <laughs> make you drink. NyQuil. There was like I, I just know, had whatever thin- that drink was thin skin in my nose or something like that oh, my, it, my like, sister did too she's getting nosebleeds all the time. it full, fully healed or something but like for a while for like a few years i was getting bad ones all the time and i feel like in films they always use the nosebleed as like they're gonna die or like they're sick i've seen the nosebleed used different ways i've seen it used well in in stranger things they use it as a first psychic activity mm-hmm. which is the same way it's used in Carrie, which mm-hmm. you don't see in the film, but in the book, Carrie, whenever Carrie moves something with her telekinetic power, she gets a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. I've seen that trope used. So usually yeah. it's something telekinesis or with your brain causes yeah. your well, well, that's why blood I, to... I, I got no, no, no nosebleeds. It's because of your telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Move this, move this schnitzel. Nicole goes, is it, what is it? Kringle. Could move this Kringle. Sarah brought a Kringle. 
it's uh <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> so yeah she, th- that's what it was she had a, a hemorrhage and then they yeah yeah immediately and they're like well thing. here's my favorite thing okay so they bring in this doctor who again we never oh, see right, again the they bring in the doctor and he's like you got a hemorrhage don't worry about it happens to the best of us i'm gonna put you on a bland food diet and you're gonna be great and it's like i feel like that wouldn't be enough for me yeah like blood came out of my nose today that seems serious. Can I have some jello pudding, please? Right? And they're like putting her on a diet. Well, it also came out of her mouth, which is more, 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 more serious. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like nosebleed's not a big deal. Blood out of the mouth. Yeah. That's, now that's inter- internal ble- ble- bleeding. So listeners at home, if you are ever at a dance studio and blood comes out of your mouth, <laughs> immediately go to the nearest hospital. Um, so they now they forcibly, like basically the holga is that really her name or are we just calling her that olga? helga helga no helga. I, th- I think you just called her Hel- helga. the, the I don't girl know. she was living with olga. olga olga brings all of her stuff drops it back immediately and now she's back in the dorm so she has to stay in the dorms she's staying with sarah right no i think sarah just Sarah's like comes in her room door. a lot oh okay. they, they like i think some of the rooms adjacent. share doors okay. because okay. she's able to so she sarah has her own room in. okay okay yeah so many details to this movie because yeah, I'm suddenly remembering like the first time they meet her and Sa- uh, uh, Susie Cream Cheese and Sarah when they first meet. She knocks Sarah's purse over and this lighter, this fancy lighter falls out of it. Right. And like you, we see her using it throughout the movie and then because she's smoking because you can fucking smoke anywhere because it's the 70s. And I remember at one point Susie Cream Cheese saying to her like you better keep an eye on that lighter because... Igor, I don't know that character's name either, but Igor wants that later and he's going to take it. Devin? I don't know. Nobody. Devin? <laughs> All I remember is I when, when, yeah. when um, you know, Frau. Frau. Tell, Let's tells, just call her Frau. Call Frau, to, you know, says he's gotten these wooden teeth last oh, week. Oh, right. And oh, look yeah. At his smile. He was so and creepy. it's like she's being nice, but she's being a kind of condescending. Bitch, of course, like know? I and like. What is going, you know? Being the person I am, when, when, whenever I hear characters in films criticizing an, an, another character's appearance or, and not in a way that, like, they got made up to look that way, but, like, if their, like, actual physical, like, un- altered appearance is, like, grotesque or gross, and they're, like, commenting on it, I'm always like, oh, that poor actor was cast because they look weird. Like, I don't know. Sidebar. But I was on the other hand. Maybe that casting call went out and the weirdos were like, finally, yeah. this True. breakdown <laughs> match is made. Thank yeah. goodness. Thank and, God. And I even thought, you know, watching it, that they see, it, it seemed like the story was going to be, oh, everyone treats him like this just weird, creepy guy, but she's going to be friends with him or because mm-hmm. she's nice to him. There she's was no story. Like she's, she's really nice and you expect, Aww. oh, you know. There's, no. But they didn't fall f- no. fall. F- fall follow up on any of the we things that the they introduced. And then we see him again at the end. Yeah. The Igor guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, what's interesting is that the the cr- 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 criticism of this film is lar- largely to do with plot. And yet I feel I, I think don't that's care. fair. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. It's, look, it's all style mm-hmm. and not a lot of not a lot of plot. I mean, there's yeah. a plot there, but yeah. it's clumsy as hell. Like, yeah. I have a, here's a page where I've got questions. I say questions, plot holes. I mean, I've got something. I've right now, I've got a, I've got. I've got witches with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. I have the <laughs> occult. Witches. Oh, yeah, the occult. Mm-hmm. 
Oh boy. Well, how much how much should we say of what Witches. either in the plots? Oh, we can spoil we, it. I mean, we, we I think we're at a point where we can talk about, talk about this. Spoilers. Okay. So one night, okay. So first of all, Sarah, um, before okay, we haven't even talked about. Her. Let's 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 back, back it, it up. up. Bang it up. Beep. Beep. So okay. guess who? Well, the the first the next person to die is actually a man, the, the piano blind man, guy, the blind the blind piano guy who has a dog. Yeah, I was now, really dog concerned about that. First dog. attacks the, the little boy, nanny and the boy. Well, we we don't we, see we, it. We, th- we hear they, we hear we hear it. that 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 is. But what it happened. seems like maybe they did something to him because he's just sitting there and they like walk up to him. This whole time I was very concerned about this dog. I know I've yeah. seen this movie and I knew something happened with the dog, but I couldn't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, they no. use the, you know, uh, you, he could see whatever evil or whatever it is, you know, animals. Right, animals react. So but also it was like, are they doing something? Are they him. bewitching him? Because mm-hmm. we're already, I think, at the point where we see there's something with the occult happening, mm-hmm. right? Because we saw the pyramid, which made Susie cream cheese's nose bleed. Mm-hmm. And... Sarah, her her person that lives in the dorm next to her is like asking, like, where do the teachers go at night? Yeah. They don't go home because Susie and Oh, here's another thing. Susie falls asleep every night, like mm-hmm. out, out like yeah. a fucking just like sack of bricks every night. And in one of those nights, they're chit chatting about the teachers and where they go. And Susie's like. Oh well, you know the the door to this outdoor is is to the left, and they're going to the right, and that's when they figure out that the and, teachers and are. Sarah's like, "Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. They're not going out. They're going somewhere in the school." Yeah. Um, but the dog thing. So, okay, first of all, the blind man playing play, play, playing the piano gets in a shouting match with Frau. Mm-hmm. And they like have like this knockdown, drag out, screaming fight. Well, she yells at him and says that the ba- the kid's been bitten, and he's mm-hmm. like, "My dog would never do that." Mm-hmm. And immediately, again, at, she immediately just gets rid of him. She's and like, he, Get and he's to like, "Take your shit out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> she takes his cane and everything and just tosses it in it. the you know mm-hmm. in the like middle of the room and, and like he yells walks at out her. And yells and I feel like that, there's a lawsuit that could happen here. Yeah, guys. takes the dog, and then the next thing we see, or I guess, yeah, he's out walking in the middle of the night in this giant square. Which I feel like it was, sh- that was in Italy, a- 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 actually, that square. Yeah. It's a famous spot in went Italy. Went back to Italy? Or is it supposed to take place in the same area? It's supposed to place in the same area. They just okay. used it. As the, okay. as um, and the way they shot it, it was like, uh, like they had like made like bird sounds and like a little like shash shadows that were like swooping and out. And I turned into a call. I was like, is a bird going to attack him? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> Um, and then the dog actually jumps up and bites his neck to death. Like ticks, just chunks. Like it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And then they show him like even eating meat. Yeah. You know, I was like, that's how. Yeah. They obviously put like a steak off screen and the dogs mm-hmm. are just like gnawing on it. Well, but it was quite, yeah, but... it was quite brutal. Again, yeah. quite brutal with the dog just like chewing on his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the dummy. Yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't figure out at first. I was like, well, they, are they, they made, they, they, they made, what? they like the dog, they had a, like a puppet type thing and fake blood. And then they had like a, I feel like they didn't have his real face. They feel like they made something that well, looked like, like his like face. Cast. Was like, yeah. You know, it was like, well, yeah. that I was mean, f- but we didn't mention like he spends a very long time, like they really draw it out. Like yeah. he spends a long time walking through the square. There's literally no, it is 
just not a soul out yeah. there. It's like very dark. And he's like, yeah, calling like, who is it? Who's there? Who is it? Who's there? And like the dog is Ca-caw! like looking around and the birds are going, Ca-caw! and like <laughs> you see shadows moving and like, it seems almost it, like, like zooms in on like a building or something like the roof of a fresco. And I yeah. thought, Oh, those little creatures are going to, the, yeah. the little, the yeah. little <laughs> fresco. Uh, it seems like, and, the implication is that the dog, I feel like, is being bewitched yes. yeah. to do that stuff. Yes, that yeah. that's how I felt. Yeah. But it did it did go on for a little long. And, yeah. And was, I guess building the suspense, yeah, what, but I what remember did you thinking yeah. it was, I was like, okay, something's going to happen. Okay, we're watching the dog. Yeah, no, so this movie is okay. rife and with out of nowhere. And that's what unexpected did cutaway, unrelated yeah. cutaways. Yeah. Like they'll be like driving in a car and something important is happening. And they'll be like, let's pan over this uh, canal just for a second. <laughs> or in this, they're like, let's cut away to this building. Or this um, one scene where she was talking to the headmistress and all of a sudden it was like, zoom in like close up on the headmistress's face yeah it, like, yeah supreme close up oh no that's not what supreme it's <laughs> supreme close up i think that should be a new term though i don't want a supreme. close up i want a supreme i'm on a supreme up. i want a diana ross thank <laughs> you um yeah no there were a lot of like uh, they definitely took their time with these moments for sure and then sprinkled in some of these I'm not sure why I'm looking at this gunway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, these two officers or whoever, guards, doctors? I don't know. They, may, they maybe. Look like doctors. They just they like come They white had coats. white coats on. Yeah. Just I don't scientists? know. Scientists? Si- just, just wandering scientists. I'm, no, seriously. I'm like, what, where were you like three mi- 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 minutes ago? Why are yeah. you just here? They were like 20 feet away. And yet yeah. they're like, hey, what's going <laughs> They chased the dog. But that's that's where you know I brought up where I was thinking with her friend in the first scene the the girl who gets killed and then her friend dying it almost seems like anyone that's associated you know first of all they got bo- anyone that gets booted from yeah the place anybody who is, knows the secrets is you know gone so for this yeah. one it's like okay it's her friend and her and for this one the same thing I'm like well he's dead they're gonna catch the dog yeah, and they're and gonna kill yeah. the dog you and know? I I noticed so, that that both of them like left. And as soon after they left, they were But killed. it seemed but he wasn't retaliatory because he was also shouting at them and like maybe the dog did bite the kid. I'm not sure. I'm confused. It seems like they made the dog bite him. Or maybe I feel they did like bite with, the the, with this movie, we would have seen it. They would have shown yeah, it because we see everything think, else. You would think. But why would they force him out and then kill him? I don't know. I feel like something maybe, maybe happens off screen some, that we don't yeah. know. And something definitely happened. And it's like he or was the only nobody person gives a shit there. and they were like, we haven't had mm-hmm. someone die brutally in a few minutes. We need it. Let's knock off this blind guy. Yep. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. This is the part of the show where we read bad casting breakdowns, real casting breakdowns. Uh, for those of you not in the industry, a casting breakdown is what an actor receives when they are trying to audition for a role. It's a description of the character. We read sexist, racist, poorly written breakdowns on the show. And uh, Hillary, you've got one. Yeah, I've got to stop reading head. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So mine is for main victim. These are all real films, you guys. And then it says in all caps, read role requirements. Okay, this girl is the main victim in one of the films. 
keep in mind that these films are mostly all improvised, so character will be molded around the actor that is cast based on their personality and appearance. Sounds good so far, actually. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 So, and her role might be anything from a journalist going out for a great story on the killer and or simply an unsuspecting victim minding her own business. That sounds like two totally it seems like you haven't, different It seems like you're asking roles. me to write your film mm-hmm. for you. For mm-hmm. you. Um, this role requires, oh, full explicit nudity and explicit explicit does that mean you're like sexy shaking your lips at the camera or what is Um, i think that yes but only your lower lips okay Okay. Um, either either as the journalist or the victim you're naked you have to be it doesn't matter what your role is improving anything but you are improving you are implausible no matter what well let's read on okay if uncomfortable with this then please don't apply no negotiations with this role. No negotiations. And, oh my God. Yeah, I know. Terrible. I am uncomfortable with this Must role. Must be comfortable in a very real like atmosphere as these films are shot to made, shot to made as if they are actually video diaries from the killer. Cool. This is definitely not for most actors. Only apply if okay with explicit sex. Gross. Full explicit nudity. Gross. And improvising Go fuck and violent content. <laughs> Gross. Is this because a the film pay, or right? They're like, we mm-hmm. must be comfortable with us actually it's killing a, you. <laughs> it's a very real environment like, where you will actually be nude and murdered. I'm like um, so like, what if this is a snuff film? Like this is well, terrible. Here, if it is a snuff film, because the pay is extremely low, you will also receive a producer credit. <laughs> And hey. a co-writing credit for the improvising. Hey. For the improvising. It shoots in Lompoc, California, oh if you God. are interested, if you're in the Lompoc area. I don't know how And to you it. are a fan of explicit nudity, the sex, and violence. explicit. <laughs> and want that, we all want that writer's if credit, you am I right, though? If you want spread labia for a writer's credit, <laughs> apply within. Okay. You know what? That's so. Te- that's I'm so mad. That terrible. I am. I am upset about it because there are. Then there. Are, there are actors who will. I know mm-hmm. there are. Yeah, because absolutely. they're like I know. I need they're to like do I, this. Need, mm-hmm. I need. I know. Don't. My career. No, you I got do actors not. to be topless on my set for no money. Yeah, but, but they weren't. My they friends. weren't explicitly explicitly topless. Explicitly topless. We, I didn't. Show I painstakingly. Them. You painstakingly. I painstakingly cut those nipples. Well, out. I didn't cut them out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> cut those nipples <laughs> clear out. I masked them in you post. You did mask like them a human. What what did you Is think she meant? Did you know what you like no, chop she them said off? she cut uh, like I cut I'm not a nipple cutter <laughs> for God's sakes. I meant in post in post yes. Like I I masked out those like I blurred out those nipples oh frame God. by frame. I know you did. I I'm will very, say I'm very impressed. With why are there why is there such a fascination with death and kill, killing women? Wi- wi- I don't know women. All these well, have victims. you ever killed a woman, Sarah? It is pretty satisfying. <laughs> um, are you saying you have? Uh, whoops! Is this is the mic on? Is this? No, I have never this killed a woman as evidence. Um, Sarah, what you got over there? Okay, I have Alice lead hey, Alice. male lead. Oh male, no, 20, male Alice. I think that's incorrect. Twenty to twenty-five years, five foot six to six foot oh. That's a short man. Male? No, that's not a short man, I guess. Alice the male. Woman, <laughs> 22 to 25 years old, bright, brunette, height 174 to 177 inches or centimeters, do not know. 
Wow, okay. <laughs> I hope it's inches. Um, I, hope it's, I hope it's feet. <laughs> I hope it's feet. An extraordinary <laughs> mind for a, wo- a woman. Analytical wow. skills and prudence. Did you hear that? Olympic skills and read that. Just read it. Wait. An extraordinary mind for a woman. Analytical skills and prudence. Okay. <laughs> she sounds like a dull, boring person. She's bright though. She's, she's a bright. She's, she's an intelligent. Right. She's stick an up extraordinary mind. No, I I want to stress that she's smart for a woman though. Right. Oh, smart for a woman. Yeah. Extraordinarily. For a woman. For a oh, woman, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't even catch but that. It's my tiny woman brain. Yeah, because <laughs> she's smart. Yeah. But because she's smart, she's a prude, you know. Um, yeah. For sure. For a woman. For so a she's not woman. so not that smart. And there's a button below it that says apply but now. She has, but she has glasses on. Click it. Apply now. <laughs> <laughs> I applied for that role. You well, you are smart for a woman. I am smart for a woman. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm smart for a man. Are you you should apply for that explicit nudity part? I should. <laughs> they would love to see all this. <laughs> this I is don't even need a merkin. I come with my own. As I it myself. There's there's something you didn't highlight on this page, but I kind of want to read it. Yeah, it's go a for description it. Oh, for, a, for a woman called Grace. Yeah. It says, a woman is a bio ro- robot at the age of f- about 40, capable of strong reincarnations. Inside it, there is a deep need for self-development. D- d- even the robot <laughs> gets more than the woman. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, oh, anyway. Alice. Brandon, what you got? This one, all right. I have, I had two. I don't know what that one is. Do you want me to read that one? Yeah, read both. Okay. Start with Jim Guy, actually. Jim Guy? All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this will probably be good. This would be for me. We'll hear the male description. Uh, let's see. I have Jim Guy, lead, male, 25 to 40 years, 5 foot 6 to 6 foot 5. So pretty much... Any any Ish. any male. No more. No any male. Okay. Um, beautiful face and body, lean, toned, and Hillary's strong. listening. <laughs> Long, light brown hair, angular face with sharp features. He's into <laughs> possesses the sort of beauty that would inspire strangers to stare at him, to which he oh. would respond by averting his eyes. Mm, so he's shy. Oh, so he's okay. shy. He's calm, to. measured, and quiet. Speaks gently. <laughs> Additional criteria. <laughs> just tell me he's a monster. There's, in the there's some additional criteria. His physique is athletic and his ethnic appearance is Caucasian. Oh, uh, I'm not into it anymore. Never mind. No, 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 there you go. no I'm not into it. Oh. That's a very like. That was like a very fantasy based <laughs> description. <laughs> yeah. It was. I was so into he it. He averts his eyes. Well, so we got all it. that for the for Jim Guy. I just want to also mention that Jim Guy, I think, is a, is a minor character, right? Uh, no, he's a lead. Well, he's a lead. Mostly okay. physical appearance. But why would a lead be called Jim Guy? What's, I don't know. What's what's the what's the woman's know. part say? Uh, the other one that I have is Rebecca with a K. Oh, okay, Rebecca. Um, okay. Lead female, mm-hmm. twenty-five to forty. Okay. Five foot to five eight. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, dark skin, dark hair, beautiful smile, a little too plump, bright eyes, and a joyful spirit. Additional criteria, physique, athletic. But a little too plump. Ethnic appearance, mixed. That's the lead of this film. Is, that's, that's is the there a plot reason why she should be mixed? I bet it, it. I bet it. There is not a plot reason why she. Should be I mean, it clearly, I'm not going to say. I mean, it's clearly saying in here what you always hear from your friend. Oh, date my friend. You know. Oh, 
well, what does she look like? Is she beautiful? She has a nice personality. This whole, she's a little too she's plump. She's a little too plump. She's a little but she has a joyful plump. spirit. She has a joyful spirit. And she has an athletic let build. This is the lead, you guys. But she's a little, so, oh. and, and here, and that's the what other thing. Exactly. She's supposed to be athletic, but she's just a little too. Total. She it's still all can entirely get her appearance. But there was not still, a single character yeah. trait in there except for the joyful spirit. But the here, joyful spirit. But Jim Guy, you learn all about Jim Guy. Oh, yeah. Jim Guy, you know, he's humble. He's looked, he's got the looks you know but, but he's he's, he's not gonna he's not gonna I, i'll be your he'll, he's like he's i'll gentle. be your trainer but you don't have to worry about him you know he's he's the nice guy it's gonna make oh, he's God. the nice guy that's gonna make rebecca you know lose, lose that little lose she's gonna get that get that little plump gone all right mm. okay so let's see she's let's gonna see. go from a size eight to a size six <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> rachel 18 to 28 years is her last one. Rachel is a model who is kidnapped and sacrificed to a psychotic serial killer. Cool. <laughs> she the lead. She's supporting. <laughs> she is taken to a cult-like compound where she must fight through blood and tears in order to survive and hopefully escape. This is an action role. Lots of minor stunts running and being covered in stage blood. This role requires a brief non-sexual topless scene filmed on a clothes set. Please do, do not apply she, for this role or if you are not comfortable with this. She might be in a gym, like cha- 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 changing into like gym she was shorts in a or something. It's probably Faces. like she's in a shower. It's and she why gets is that necessary? Down. I don't know. It's probably like me. I always brush my teeth topless at night. You guys. Yeah. Like I literally, you guys, this weekend filmed a scene where an actor has to change clothes in the scene, mm-hmm. and was explaining to my camera director beforehand. I was like, and as she changes her clothes, we're just gonna shift the camera handheld on over to this other actor. She's gonna continue going. We'll come back when she's dressed. And he's like, that's a weird artistic choice. And I was like, it's not an artistic choice. My actor doesn't want her ass on camera. Besides, like, what are like, you looking at? What do you need what, to see yeah, her why, undressed why, for? Why? Why? We what don't is, need it. I was like, she doesn't want to get undressed on camera. We're going to move the camera and, and we're not going to get that footage. We don't what the need scene's it. about. I know. And he was like, well, why don't we just get it? And I was like, we don't need we it. Don't, why, why, what? why would we get it? No. I think it was before he understood truly what I was saying that he was like, why wouldn't we get that? And I was like, we don't need it. We're not going to show it. I think he truly just didn't understand what the whole Mm -hmm. point of it was, to be honest. Do men just write these things and go like, you know what? I want to see boobs. So I'm just going to write this part in. This one was written by a woman. The the film I was on was written by a woman. And the men were very respectful of it on set once I explained the need to move the camera. But you would never need to explain that to me. I know. Is the scene about her ass? Is this a is this a film about butts? Is this film called Butts? Yeah. Well, like, it's like then know, we don't need, need to see your butt. We'll need yeah, we don't there, need to see your is, butt. It's like is there a reason for? Sometimes I understand realism. Thing you in know, the scene. there are things you know. Someone gets out of bed and they walk around the bed and you see their yeah. ass or whatever, and you know you're kind of like okay because I, I like to look I, at a I nice. Like, I'll look at an actor's ass, yeah. you know. But um, it's like just to wearing pants. You know, but be. you know, but yeah. exactly the reason why you do it, it. Or is there a scar? Is there something there? I think there's. It no always reason, pulls me out, like, you know? well, and it's not just because, like, I don't. I think it's like I don't think it's wrong. I'm just saying it pulls me out like, of the yeah. story. The story. I'm like, I don't need. There's no reason. For I've me started to, being to more. That. I've started being a lot more critical about the nudity in films, and like, like the one that bothered me most recently was Shape of Water in mm-hmm. the very opening scene. Yeah. What, like, I was like, I don't need that. I don't need it. I haven't seen seen that. What happens yeah. in the opening scene? I mean, like, she ferociously masturbates in the bathtub, and it was just not a necessary okay. scene. 
Anyway. I mean, I guess the only other thing is the flip side of it, which is probably the minority of it, is it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like if a guy's going to take his shirt off, you know, women should be able to do that as well. Like you said, you know. There, but there you know, are so different the rules about the nudity. The, the rules are different. There's also the way that it's done. And it's like with movies, you don't need to show that if it's no. not if well, it's I want to bring it. I want to bring it back. And this is, of course, going to be a different episode when we talk about the show Love. But I want to bring it back to the podcast I listened to with Paul Rust and Matt Gourley, mm-hmm. where they were talking about the What's show the name Love. Of the podcast? It's called In Voorhees We Trust with okay. Gourley <laughs> and Rust. It's the <laughs> longest <laughs> title ever. But anyway, they were talking about love and how on the show at one point they wanted to show an erect penis for a joke. And they were like, we wanted to be the first show to have an erect penis on our show, but we were told we couldn't because the moment there's an erect penis, a real one. You can use a fake prop, plaster, whatever penis. But if, I but if it's like a real dick, slap around it's a porn, dick, it's porn. it becomes it's porn. porn. Okay. Only for me, when it's frontal for me. Huh. But you can see a vagina all the live long day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You can see lips flapping in the breeze. But you, if there's an erect penis on screen, it is a porn. Also, oh it was God. not going to be Paul Rust's penis, just so everybody knew. Yeah. That it was not me. going to be his penis. It was He was going to sacrifice someone else's penis Why couldn't for they use joke. a... Yeah. I <laughs> want to see an erect penis on TV. You want to? No, I don't. No, I no, don't. Either. I never No want. one they wants s- to see a penis. No one. Look, Put them away. Penises. Put them away. <laughs> Brandon's over here well, like, well... <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you want to. They seem very threatening to me at times. They're very threatening. Unless it's a penis I know. If it's a friendly penis, (laughs) if it's a penis I know, I'm fine with it. But if it's someone else's penis, it seems a little threatening to me, I'll be honest. It is. It's just like... I could understand that, though. I mean, you know, by that point, you've got an erect (laughs) penis at you. You know, there's, there's... Yeah. And men always seem to... down at that point. Men always seem to just pull them out. They're like, okay, we're... We are... About but not to... in the movies. You can't do it in the movies. No, you but can. like, what is it with like? I hear that with all of my female friends. Like, they always had at least some point in their <laughs> sexual just life. Back and there's, there's just, just a dick out. Some, and you're like, why guy, is that like, here you're, now? You're, you're starting to kiss someone, and then Absolutely. all of a sudden, the, their dick is out. It's like, why? I didn't ask you to do. The, <laughs> nobody, so nobody invited times. him to the party. God, it's happened he just showed so up. He just showed he up. He suddenly Let's, showed up. I, I think there should be a new rule. Let the woman unclothe the pe- pe- penis. <laughs> Until my labia is out, he can stay tucked away. <laughs> and that concludes <laughs> this week's segment <laughs> on nervous breakdowns. <laughs> I'm certainly very nervous. <laughs> Well, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode of the Feminine Mistake podcast. If you're in the Atlanta area, you've got lots of opportunities to see our special guest, Brandon Mitchell, do his thing. So you lucky duck you. Brandon appears in the short horror film Feast, written and directed by former Feminine Mistake podcast guest Melissa Lee. Uh, We had her on our last October show to talk about the film Poltergeist. And in fact, not only did Hillary and I work on the crew for Feast but several other Feminine Mistake podcast guests are in the film, including Patrick Morgan, who you'll remember from our Roman Holiday episode, Brian Ashton Smith, who is on our Three Men and a Baby episode, and Jackie Costello, who was just on the show a few months ago uh, for I, Tanya. Feast will be screening at the Atlanta Horror Film Festival on Friday, October 26th, 
and the return of the 50-foot film festival on Tuesday, October 30th at the Plaza Theater. You can follow Feast on social media for all the details. They're on Facebook at Feast Short Film. And there you can find tickets, more information, and uh, upcoming screenings. So go check it out. You can also see Brandon in the upcoming Critical Crop Top Live sketch show, Critical Crop Top Saves America. Critical Crop Top Saves America is playing one weekend only at the Highland Inn Ballroom on November 2nd and 4th. Uh, We're going to have that tickets link up by next Monday, October 15th. But in the meantime, you can follow Critical Crop Top on social media at Critical Crop Top on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all the details. Uh, We wanted to extend a thank you to everyone who donated to the crowdfunding campaign that we've been running the last two weeks. We were able to raise over $1,300 for Critical Crop Top Saves America, and that money will go directly to paying all the amazing artists, writers, guest performers, and technicians that make the show possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who donated, shared the video, and cheered us on. You guys are the best. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Come back next week when Hillary will be joining us to give her thoughts on Suspiria. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake Pod and on Twitter at FemMistakePod. And if you've got a bad casting breakdown that you would like us to read on the show, you can send that or any other correspondence to FeminineMistakePodcast at gmail.com. Didn't see you there. I'm Molly. And I'm Jen. And we're We're Rosemary's Ladies. A podcast where we eat snacks, drink adult beverages, and review movies. The good and the bad. Previous reviews include Deep Blue Sea, Poltergeist, Leprechaun, and 1998's Godzilla. You can tune in on iTunes, Spotify, and most popular podcast apps. And for Pete's sake, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and check us out at rosemarysladies.com, where you can submit movies for us to review. (laughs) 